Hello everyone. I'm giving myself a round of applause for filming this. My first episode alone. Aha! Um, we're filming this in a car or recording this in my car, which is a little bit ghetto. Aha! That's a little bit ghetto. But the school semester has started, so we've had to get creative, if you know what I mean. This episode today is about the Grammys and yeah i mean we just kind of had to give a breath there because the grammys is honestly like okay obviously i'm not an artist or anything but it's such a stressful time for me because i know that every time that i finish watching it i'm gonna end up hating it but i still watch it every year it's not like the oscars where it's like this is way too boring for me way too old for me because i feel like the grammys is like an older award show like it's a little bit more mature but okay we're gonna get to that the point is that the grammys aren't cool anymore but i still want to save them and i think you should too and i'm going to tell you why later in this episode we're going to be talking about how the hell the grammys even work why they're still worth saving and then we're going to rate the 2020 performances on a blue ivy clap scale if you get it you get it if not not Okay, everyone knows that the Grammys suck and are, like, really old. And every year we have, like, a conversation on how much we hate the Grammys. But every year we're like, oh, my God, I'm never watching that show again. Oh, my God, I'm never watching that show again. And then every year we sit there and we watch it. And I know I'm talking we because I know you guys are watching it. So, long story short, the Grammys be snubbing. They be snubbing. The thing is, they're, like, every single award show where, like, not that many people you want to win win but they're not like every single award show in the way that this award show is way more expensive and mature and like a real award show it's like i'm trying to compare it to an award show let's say like the billboard music awards or american music awards those type of things where it's like, yeah, this has some credibility and people go to this and it's fun, but those are like fan voted, so it's different. The Grammys work differently, it's more mature, more rules, more this and that. And we're gonna get to that. Now, a lot of people weren't trying to watch the Grammys this year because of the. People are calling it a scandal, but honestly, I think that's a little bit disrespectful. Because I, I wouldn't even say it's a scandal, it's just like literally what happens with every company the racism and the sexual misconduct gets exposed like that's not even something we're not used to at this point like it's a serious thing and i don't like it when people call those scandals but anyway i guess it's a scandal this scandal with the new ceo deborah dung let me not mispronounce her name y'all deborah Deborah, what's your name, Deborah? I know her first name is Deborah. Hold on. Deborah Dugan. Cute. Okay. So, Miss Deborah is the newest CEO. The old CEO was that white guy. He would always come up on the. On the. He would always, like, even if he wasn't hosting, he was always kind of just there. And, like, if you have been watching the Grammys for a long time, you know who I'm talking about. Maybe not, like, name wise, because I don't even know his name. 
but he was there and he would always kind of just be like Ugh. oh you know what he would do he would always like per announce the people before they would do the in memoriam like he'd always come up then and like other random times during the show just to be like oh i own this you know I never liked him when Beyonce lost her second album of the year. I believe a fan threw a rock at his car. So, like, that's where you know where people stand with him. I don't know if I'm going to be out here throwing rocks at his car, but I just didn't like him. His whole thing was just like, guys, we have to follow the rules. Like, he was very, like, annoying in that way. When Deborah came along, I actually didn't know he was fired or that he was there's a new ceo but when they announced the nominees in february i remember watching deborah say and come and she was like oh i'm the new ceo and she was really bubbly and nice and i was like whoa this is such a weird different energy and then the last old guy who literally looked like he had the suds like this is a new like late i mean she's not like the youngest woman ever she's just a regular lady and i was like cute so I was like kind of standing Deborah. I mean, you know, I wasn't like, oh my God, revolution. Because, you know, I'm not going to put all my trust into a white lady. But at the same time, I was like, oh, cute. And change, you know. She was fresh. She was different. And you can tell like the dynamic and the nominees were different. Because it was like, it was more fun. But it still was serious. Like all the past years that... um I've watched the nominees get announced. It was very like the nominees are, but, 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 and then they would have some people that were funny and come in and like try to change it, but not really. So this time it was more like fun. I don't know. People just didn't look that tense. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but the point is, she was cute, you know. And the nominees were very woman heavy, and like there were actually a good diverse amount of nominees. So I wasn't complaining. Obviously, there was some people that were snub. There's always gonna be some people that were snub, but honestly, I was not complaining off this year's nominees or last year nominees because i just expect like there to be random people in there all the time so deborah was not i didn't hate deborah i love deborah low-key but then um i don't really know some legal troubles happened and she got into some mess and then she decided to air everybody out and i was like shoot miss deborah I think it was good because even though she didn't say anything we didn't know basically she said that like everybody on the Grammy team sucks and like is just you know using their money and power to get who they want on the nominees board saying that the producers would manipulate the nominees so it's like people that they want to perform can be on the list not necessarily people that you know deserve to be on the list to be on the list girl a mess we all kind of knew that she said like racism played a part and that several artists including drake beyonce frank ocean ariana ed sheeran like a whole huge artist names were like snubbed in past years just like off personal grievances oh nikki too and also just like people moving money around you know basically corruption corruption existed and we knew it did but it was nice for her to air it out because, like, that's a good, you know, kind of saying, like, yeah, it's true. You know, just like a, just letting us know we, we weren't going crazy, like, you know. I mean, we knew it was happening, but it was just good for her to say that, you know. Um, the Grammy still went on, and they didn't even address any of the scandal going on. I didn't think they would. They're very, like I said, old-fashioned and crazy. But, yeah. It's just a crack house mess. 
now they're we don't really know if she's still CEO. They were showing like these two people, a Hispanic guy and a lady, a lot like during commercial breaks, and they were like. I think at the beginning they had titles like say like who they were about and pay enough attention but they were like you're watching the Grammys and they had suits on but they didn't look like they're CBS people like they looked like they were Grammy people I don't know if those are the new CEOs if we're doing a two the people CEO thing now I don't know if Deborah's coming back with all Debs girl I don't know they got a mess there they are changing the executive producer which thank god if you don't know I mean, this is just from what I understand. I'm trying to educate, you know, the people so they know what's happening behind the scenes. So they know why they're angry. You know, we gotta we gotta manage our anger and direct it in the right places. So the executive producer of a show, basically what they do is they do more than just pay. They literally make the show. So they do I mean they're kind of like a director, but even a little more than that, they really just kind of work with everybody on the team to make the show, make the performances, they pick presenters, they pick this, that, lighting, da da da. They have a lot of say in the show. So the producer for all these dang years has been Ken whatever. He's just like this random guy that literally everybody has beef with. Frank Ocean has beef with, Beyonce has beef with, Adele has beef with. Everybody got beef with this man. Because rumor has it he's just like very controlling in the sense that oh I'm the producer of the Grammy, so you got to do what I want you to do. Um, Frank was yelling at him because he made him, if you don't know, Frank pre- performed in the 2012 Grammys, and that was a hot mess. It was the worst performance to date. Um, he hates that performance, and he hates how the, you know, Grammys treated him. You know, he didn't have, like, a lot of creative control. He wrote a whole essay. Well, I'm not about to read all that. Ariana, more recently, Ariana wrote an essay to him on Twitter. Girl, I'm swelling the tea. Miss Ariana wrote an essay to him on Twitter last year because she didn't go, right? Despite being nominated and winning for a pop vocal album for Sweetener, but she didn't go. And Mr. Ken put out a statement. Mr. Ken, executive producer, crazy gremlin man, put out a statement basically saying, like, well, she couldn't connect with something quick, so we didn't, you know, we're not going to have her on this show. And Ariana was like, ma'am, I'm going to read exactly what she said. She said on February 7th, 2019, she said, I've kept my mouth shut, but now you're lying about me. I can pull together a performance overnight and you know that, Ken. Ooh. It was when my creativity and my self-expression was stifled by you that I decided not to attend. I hope the show is exactly what you want it to be and more. I offered three different songs. It's about collaboration. It's about feeling supported. It's about art and honesty, not politics. Not doing favors or playing games. It's just a game, y'all. And I'm sorry, but that I think she meant to say it's just a game to y'all. Anyway, and I'm sorry, but that's not what music is to me. So, I mean, this is just another case of an artist feeling like they didn't have control I mean, I bet you he came in there and was like, girl, you gonna sing North Teachers Love to Cry. And, you know, the Grammys be doing these things where they're like, I guess it's cute for a certain amount of time where they're like, oh, let's get a new artist and let's combine them with some old ass artists that don't nobody know who it is. And y'all do a little, you know, 
remix of your song or you know we'll have you guys both do a thing they were probably told her to do no tears up to cry with some random old white man or whatever and she was like no girl i'm gonna do my own performance i'm gonna do it like this and i'm gonna have umbrellas like this and this and that and they weren't having it she said she offered three different songs they didn't like not one of them that's just him trying to do too much same happened with beyonce but you can't step over beyonce's toes like that so he knew not to play with beyonce um, he kind of played Adele, had her perform an old ass song. I don't remember what she did. Girl, was it an Elvis tribute girl? Girl, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. Not the Elvis tribute. I know it wasn't the Elvis tribute, but some other random white man she was singing. Oh, tribute to George Michael. I mean, I guess I wasn't playing her, but girl, you know what I mean? Like, they have you perform and they have you do something totally that, I mean, isn't really maybe what the artist wants maybe the artist doesn't want to do a tribute maybe the artist doesn't want to do a song with somebody else but they're like nah you gotta just do it how we're doing it because we're the grammys and we're doing this for 63 years and you have to respect this and it's like girl it's really not all like that if you want me to perform i'll perform like this if not bye you know she said it's about collaboration like you gotta collaborate but whatever he's gone this was his last grammy so i really do think that there can be change for the Grammys, I mean, this is Alicia's second year. She's probably going to go back next year. She'd actually be a cute host. So I like that. You know, they're kind of opening up to change. And that's what Deborah said she went. Oh, my God, y'all. The ghetto. That's what Deborah said she wanted the Grammys to be like, to be like a change and, you know, diverse and whatever. Now, maybe I'm just reading into Miss Deborah. But she's the only CEO that's been, like, really vocal about this. So, <laughs> she's the only new CEO, period. But, you know, I do feel like there could be changes made. If this man is fired, the other old white man is fired, there can be changes made. And it can be cute. And people can be forgiven because Ariana forgave Ken. She went and did her performance the way she wanted to. And I really do feel like this year, the performances were way more creative. Like, way more than they have in a long time. But we're going to get to that later. We are also going to talk about how the Grammys even work because it's like, how are these random people winning? How did it work? Let's talk about it. I'm going to talk about this system, right? So let's talk about the system because it's kind of confusing, but I'm going to explain it to y'all because this is about education. So there are 84 categories in the Grammys. Basically, what you do is within the time period that the Grammys give you, you submit your work and you say hey i want my thing to be nominated for this 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 and this category girl if you don't put that category they're not going to nominate it for that category so you best put that category all right it's also a lot of paperwork so you better have a good label or else they're not going to want to do the paperwork they're not going to want to submit your stuff or if you're doing it yourself girl you better have a lawyer degree whatever because it's like that type of paperwork it's not like phil your first name your last name <laughs> no like it's some real stuff so they're already making it hard for you in that sense i write i write um reasons why albums like igor were in the rap and stuff like that your label is gonna want to put you where you are most likely to get the award so your label is gonna be like hey they're probably not gonna give you this just because off just that's on pure racism. So let me put you in the rap category, that kind of stuff. That's nice stuff already. But 
<laughs> we already starting off a little messed up whatever right you insert you submit your stuff and then they got their little crew of committee teams that organize people in their um in their category everybody reviews it okay so everything's organized cool you got all your entries whatever so you're members of the granny committee there are 13,000 members of this goddamn committee they determine the final nominees so they go through the list and they say i want this 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 to be nominated all right they vote on the first round of who they want to be nominees okay cool that's cool they send that to what is called the craft committee this is where the corruption start y'all oh my god i mean it kind of been started but this is where where it gets a little fishy it started to smell bad this craft committee is made up of people of the board and also people that are really just unnamed don't nobody know who these people are members of the grammy committee i'm gonna tell y'all who those are because that is actually thirteen thousand people out here that is more more public knowledge versus this craft committee of like girl i tried to research how many people are on this goddamn craft committee it says from 10 to 30 people so we really just don't know who these people are but they basically narrow it down and say okay this is what the people voted for and we're going to move around this or that and see what's right and then those are the nominations and then off that nominations period those are the nominations you can't change if you're a member of the board you can't or a member of the grammy committee you can't be like oh but i didn't vote for this oh it don't matter vote for who's on the list and those whoever people vote for ends up winning the grammys at the grammys awards now rewind let's go to the grammy committee to the sorry craft committee the vocabulary in here the vocabulary but anyway let's go to the craft committee these people that nobody knows who they are they were put in place in the 80s or whatever because lionel richie won album of the year or something and everybody was like no no that wasn't right that wasn't right ah you know that was like the first time i guess that people were feeling like the grammys chose the wrong thing at least loud enough for the grammys committee ceo whatever to be like oh we got to make some changes so it actually used to just be like members vote for nominees period members vote for winners period there used to never be this middleman um so this middleman now was put in place to change it around which is kind of good because it's like, okay, you won't have Charlie XCX's album of the year just if Charlie XCX had a lot of money to pay everybody in the member. You know, you won't have these random cards thrown in the mix. You won't have freaking Mason Ramsey for song of the year. You know, they try to make some regulation in that sense. Which is cute until the corruption come along. And that's just on democracy, like democracy. Democracy, good or bad? Let me ask the audience. Exactly. It's just like, it really never is clean cut. It's never like gonna really work because these people are getting paid. They're getting, you know, deals off. Okay, well, if you switch this around and put my person, even though he wasn't voted, then I'm gonna give you this amount of money. Blah, 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 blah. And then also the fact that we don't even know who these people are. It's like we can't even go and yell at them. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be a member of the committee, like that's just the people that vote. 
that is simple you either have won a grammy or you know let me actually read it so if you want to be on the committee you have either have to have won a grammy um have six credits on commercially released track basically you either have to be like an artist in america you have to have been credited on an american artist's album that has been commercially sold in the past five years girl basically you either have to own music or be a part of the music that was being made that's period but it has to be made in america and it has to be like purchased widely in america basically so you basically have to be part of some sort of american artist or american record label that distrib either distributes the music or makes the music right right within the past five years so that's also a good thing so basically you can't be some random old person that had hits in the 80s never made a song after that never sold a song after that and just want to be on the game committee like that's not that don't work or you have to have won a grammy before period that's when the old folk come in um and you have to pay a hundred dollars a year to be a part of this so that narrows it down i guess but not really basically you just have to be an artist or something of that or you have to be endorsed by a current voting member i do not know what endorsed means do they buy you in da, 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 da. that don't make sense from what I understand, you're either an artist or you are a producer or you are something of that sense. Which is what makes artists, like, give value to the Grammys. Because it's like, this is an award that isn't fan voted. It's not fans and regular ass people telling me that my album is good. It's my peers telling me that my album is good. It's music people that are smart in music people that are like respected in music telling me that my album is good and like i think that should be said because people always say like oh why did beyonce keep going to the grammys after they said they you know they never gave her album the year why is this artist keeps going to the grammys da, 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 da. why is tyler talking smack about the grammys one second and then winning a grammy the next and all like oh whatever it's not easy to disrupt that, to disrupt that, like, respect you have for something, especially if it's your peers or people in the same industry telling you, you know what I'm saying? Like, 63 years in the making, you can't just run and be like, all right, I don't even care about this no more. Like, what are you going to care about then? You're going to care about the iHeartRadio Awards? Nah, it took me on to them five years to, like, period, just not care about no type of awards. So, I think... We should be a little nicer to the artists that still go and to the people that still watch. Oh, my God. Am I talking about myself? Oh, am I talking about myself? No, but, you know, <laughs> you got, you know, that's just something to keep in mind that it is kind of something that holds up. So, I think the Grammys still kind of hold up no matter how much I listen to different types of music you know i listen i would say i listen to a lot of different types of music they always kind of have somebody on the nominations list i'm like oh i never heard of this person before and that can be good and bad but it's good to me because i get to discover somebody new and then it is like actually somebody that isn't necessarily famous because of how much they stream just because of how quality music they have and that's like the grammy's like whole logo their whole like mantra is that 
or what they stand by is that they award music to people who genuinely just have good music because it's people like artists and stuff voting for them and not just like based off streams and stuff which i think they go by in some sense but not really because sometimes they just be giving it to whoever sold more so that's a problem they need to fix but i think it's still like i i genuinely think it's still fun because you can get mad like oh they're not giving the people who deserve grammys grammys whatever like nobody's gonna watch anymore like people are still gonna watch Billie eilish didn't want all her grammys she got five grammys girl at 18 like that's inspiring a good amount of young people whether you like it or not it is because it's like dang even in even if you look at it like dang Billie eilish got five grammys at 18 that must be kind of easy like it's not but even just the way that you're entertaining that thought like that's kind of impact but i still don't think we should be just handing out grammys just for inspiration but whatever i think the performances can be iffy but like some of them really do stand out and i think that the show can be saved if some changes are made and people are being fired and changed around and moved around so who knows maybe we will live with that and i do think that people complaining still helps because i guarantee you if like a good majority of people wouldn't have complained how oh my god grammy so white grammy so white da, 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 da. then the nomination list wouldn't have gotten way more diverse like this year was actually very diverse you got Lil Nas up in there you got Lizzo in there a whole bunch of people it's pretty diverse like even if they're in the wrong categories like we gonna figure that out later i guess but you know with time you know baby steps <laughs> baby steps we got the black people in the room we just gotta kind of move them around to the right places expanding people in there you know figuring it out it's cute i think that it's just a really good show and it's still entertaining so woo shaking the table all right let's talk about these performances now we are now in the performance section so we're just gonna basically rate them off a blue ivy clap system and what that is is blue ivy has attended the grammys like four or five times and they always kind of pan the camera to her sometimes because her reactions are very strong you know she gets to react whether it's to her mom and she's dancing or it's to miss carmila cabello and she's like girl pipe down don't clap don't clap Hold up, don't clap, you know? So I respect that, and I respect Levy, so I decided to use her as a rating scale, or her enthusiasm as a rating scale. So let's get into it. It opened up with Lizzo, and she was doing Truth Hurts and Cause I Love You. I do think that Levy would clap for this. There was a lot of different things happening. Or she was singing in the orchestra, da 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 took the dress off, now we're dancing. Blavie's clapping for that, period. She's giving a good five or six claps. She might even stand up. I feel like it was really cute. She slipped in that Kobe, you know, mention. I think it was very tasteful. And Blavie's clapping, period. Like, Blavie's clapping. Beyonce probably would have clapped if she was there, too. We got then Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani singing Nobody But You. I'm gonna be honest i've never heard this song before and i only really know gwen stefani from holla back girl and the dancing and i know blake shelton does like country music 
I mean, is Blue Ivy clapping? Mm, maybe out of respect. It wasn't horrible. It didn't hurt my ears. It was like, okay. I wasn't like, oh my God, turn this off. So it was a good filler, you know, if you need that filler. And it, it definitely was for somebody. Like, I know somebody at home somewhere was getting their life off this. It's just not me and probably not Blue Ivy, but... It was cute. It was cute, you know, showing the girls that, you know, white people can be in love, you know, I guess, you know. Not every white couple's divorced. So that's cute. I guess. And next we have the Jonas Brothers singing Five More Minutes and What a Man Gotta Do. Um. <laughs> Listen, it's just the way that I, I personally, I don't know. I don't think Blue Ivy is a Jonas Brothers stand. She probably doesn't even know who the hell they were back then. Probably only knows them this one time. Girl, I was like nine years old. Me, I'm, I'm, I must say, I might have to be on the same boat as her. While I was a Camp Rock fan, I could not tell you that I was a Jonas Brothers fan because I would be lying to you. And I don't pride myself on lying. Um, Nick, I, I liked Nick, what he did after. I still get jealous. So I really feel like these little reunion, you know, coming back. I thought it was a joke at first. I really did. I was like, oh, they're doing this. That's cute. But they're still pushing it. So I'm like, oh, we're actually continuing to do this. That being said, it was not, again, it wasn't unbearable. It was just like, I'm still trying to get accustomed to swallowing that this actually is happening and it isn't a joke so yeah that being said nick washed continues to wash everyone involved vocally but it was entertaining you know a good family trio singing their single it wasn't horrible i didn't hate it is blue ivy clap i think blue ivy would clap i did think she would clap and i think she might clap i'd say she clapped two times uh, like a little bit more than than respectful clap just like oh okay that was good that was a good performance you know it wasn't great but it was good you know next person we have is tyler the creator you're he was with the boys to men and charlie wilson at first singing um earthquake and then he went into his very electric very high energy performance of new magic wand he was jumping around a lot of egress came in very cute honestly i i'm giving this a standing ovation i'm shaking that tail i'm getting the people around me to stand up and clap like i'm really enjoying this blue ivy though i think blue ivy would clap i think she would give you one of those like whoa what, what's going on we've never done this before face when the camera would pan to her just because it was very strange and especially at the new magic wand part and my man was screaming around it and it was like it's an acquired taste but i think she would clap i think she might even stand especially like because it, it it started to wake you up from the snooze fest that was kind of developing post lizzo it kind of went down and you're like oh, this kind of woke you up so i think she would get up she'd be like oh just to you know get the blood circulating in the in the legs me i'm getting up just off pure standing i'm getting off just off pure enjoying this um i will say though when they were singing earthquake somebody didn't know the words 
for no disrespect because it was actually good then we get into usher's prince tribute of all the prince songs honestly me and blue ivy are both clapping out of both respect to prince and respect to usher it was very good he sounded like prince he was dancing like prince but not like imitatingly so you had miss fk twigs doing dances too which was cute because you know prince always loved to have a girl dancing with him too so i think it was fun it was it was good i like too that it was only usher they weren't trying to do too much and bring too many people on stage and have a whole thing just let's just have usher do it it was cute me and blue ivy will be clapping standing sure we'll stand we'll stand we'll stand i'm speaking for blue ivy but i think she would i think she would then we get to camila cabello first man so like okay so she was like mm, i mean just off the bat me and blue ivy not clapping blue ivy might get other people to not clap but uh, i'm not gonna get other people to not clap but i'm definitely not clapping it was like a singing to her dad thing it was just a little bit overdone just a little bit i'm not a big fan of like those tv performances where there's just not a lot going on and it kind of just zooms in on one person singing if that person doesn't have the vocal ability that is entertaining enough to just stand there with their voice and i don't think she had that personally um she was standing with like pictures of her dad passing not passing oh my god he's not dead <laughs> oh my god pictures of her and her dad like when they were kid whoa when she was a baby and you know stuff like that like passing as in like a slideshow behind her which i guess added to the entertainment factor but again I, these are just boring to me and on top of that i don't really like her on top of that it was just like a lot of acting and it wasn't really like giving me that though so blue ivy we already know she don't really rock with her so me and blue ivy just not impressed honestly we're gonna have to give it a no clap out of whatever many claps just no clap no clap not even one clap for respect it's just not really it's just kind of corny so and then she went to her dad was crying in the it's too much we don't even really know you like that so it's just like why do we you care about your dad crying because you love him i love my dad too i'm not even a hate your dad wave person like, like i understand people have complex relationships with their parents but i actually like my dad like i actually really do like my dad but watching this i didn't feel nothing and that's just oof let me stop okay so tanya tucker and brandy carlisle bring my flyer flowers now this is one of those performances that is of a genre that i don't partake in country but you know what i do like that the grammy still kind of throws in other genres do i think that country should still be one of them you know what i'm actually not even anti-country so yes i do think country is okay to have performances of especially because middle america is watching and they do care about country and it's good like if you're gonna give a rap a tv performance go ahead and give a country tv performance fine like i'm not anti every genre go ahead put them all up there but it's just like this is not high energy enough for me for me and my liking 
and then you also just made us sit through Camille and her dad crying so it's like maybe you should have just sat list while I moved this to a different place but again it wasn't bad me and me and Blue Ivy gonna give it one clap and that's it we don't really need to give more than that but I do like saying that name Carlisle Ooh, it just give you a little like Carlisle like yeah okay then we get to miss ariana grande singing imagine my favorite thing seven rings thank you next we're clapping like we're clapping it's not even like like here's the thing though i think blue ivy is the type of watcher to be silent and then just go full clap although she be dancing when it's her mom that's because she knows like the routines that's because beyonce is different I don't really think I could say that Blue Ivy is an Ariana Grande fan. So she would kind of just be watching and give a full clap at the end. While I would actually physically have to hold back from clapping from as soon as she started to sing. Because I just very much enjoy Ariana Grande. That being said, beautiful song, Singing Imagine. Was it needed? I guess to like kind of slow in that transition from like all the boring performances into like a high energy performance like you can't just come from randy carlisle whatever was going on over there over there to just a full seven rings like you need a little bit of a transition i think that was cute and i think that you know seven rings orchestra hey people are scared of orchestras why why hmm we don't know but two people already used orchestra this night and i really enjoyed both times so very good dancing she's giving you costume you know lighting overall very well done and it's it's just really good because you don't get a lot of tv performances from ariana grande so i think that this one was really important for her to go all out and she did and i really did enjoy it so thank you thank you for that we're definitely clapping Billie Eilish when the party's over I don't really know this song of Billie Eilish I do like Billie Eilish I like bad guy I like my strange addiction so I was expecting maybe something like that but this being a more mature award show like I said there's a lot of old people watching this there's a lot of middle America watching this maybe Mr. Ken executive producer hating ass man was like yeah you can't do that guy because you'll be jumping around and people don't think you a demon or something so okay maybe she didn't want to do that so she wanted to you know give the give the old people what the old people wanted which was a slow song did she sound good she sounded great it was very boring though so me and blue ivy gonna give it blue ivy probably wouldn't even clap to be honest she probably drinking her snacks doing whatever I, i'm gonna give it a, a two i'm gonna give it two claps personally just because I, I i get it i get why they did this Aerosmith, Run DMC, Living on the Edge. Oh, okay, this was a rock situation. Now, I will say, I'm not really a rock fan. But again, I love the different genres. And I will say, I actually did enjoy this performance. At first, I didn't really know what was going on. I actually still don't really know what was going on. But I enjoyed it. I honestly was like, oh, it was one of those like visual face journeys you have where you're just like, what? Oh, I get it. Oh, that's fun. You know, I do like that thing. We're entertaining the audience, you know, getting people to get up and getting people to sing. They had Lizzo sing a line. It was cute. It was cute. 
I enjoyed it. Are we clapping? Yeah. Yeah, we're clapping. Blab is probably on her bathroom break, but I think she would be clapping. Lil Nas X with Billy Ray Cyrus, BTS, Nas, Diplo, and Mason Ramsey doing um, On Town Road and Rodia. This is honestly one of the most entertaining of the night for me. And y'all know for a fact who I be is clapping. Like, first of all, Old Town Road. Old Town Road is an everyone song. But first and foremost, Old Town Road is a, like, 8-year-old. No, even lower. It's, like, a 4-year-old to 12-year-old's, like, best song ever. Like, kids freaking love that song. You know Blue Ivy's clapping. But I love that song, too. So I'm clapping. You know, it's a worldwide hit, obviously. I think the performance was also very entertaining because it was like showing all the remixes, all the different rooms, different setups, costume change as well. It was just really nice and fun. Like I think that they had fun on stage. You could really feel that. And it's also a fun song. So definitely we're clapping. Definitely we're clapping. Um, then it gets sad. <laughs> and Demi Lovato sings Anyone. Which is like a really sad song that she just put out. I'm clapping out of respect. I think Blue Ivy would clap just because everybody else was clapping. So she's going to clap. I don't know if she knows what's happening. Maybe she does. She's clapping though, for sure. If not, somebody going to tell her to clap. But I think it's it's a good... It's, it was good. It was definitely... You could feel it. It was like really emotional. So I did like that. Nipsey Hussle featuring everybody in the world to do a letter to nipsey and hire now this i was kind of waiting on because i wanted to see how roddy rich john legend dj khaled meek mill everybody's gonna look and yg is gonna look together on a stage because those are all very high energy performers and personalities so i was like how are they gonna get them all on one stage but they actually did well like like nobody was really overpowering anybody else and it was nice. DJ Khaled just a little too much from him. Too much from him. It's like you don't It was funny the first time, but it's like you don't really need to be doing all that, especially on a tribute. Like you don't gotta change. Obviously that was your homie or whatever. But just turn it turn it down. Don't turn it turn it up. No. Turn it down. Turn it down a little bit. It's just too much. So, yeah, but we're definitely clapping for sure. We're clapping. Blue Ivy's definitely clapping. That's her whole parents, best friends on there. So, we're clapping. It was good. Rosalia juro que malamente. Clapping. Not much to say on that. Alicia Keys and Brittany Howard underdog. Now, I think this was actually um, supposed to be Taylor's spot because Taylor was supposed to perform when she put out. Um, so I do not blame Alicia Keys for, you know, being like, hey, I'll do my song. And it's like, oh, that is so nice of you. Ah, you know, <laughs> it's like one of those things. But um, we didn't need this. So I'm not clapping because I didn't really enjoy it. Just enjoy it. <laughs> I didn't really enjoy it. But maybe Blue Ivy would. I don't think she would. but Maybe she would. Hey, throw it in as a random wild card. Blue Ivy clapped for this. Who would have known, you know? Um, then we got her sometimes. I'm not clapping, period. Her performances are really boring to me. So, maybe I'll give it a respect clap. Blue Ivy's not clapping. After Alicia and her, Blue Ivy is napping. And or bothering somebody to get her more snacks. Girl, I don't know. I don't really know. At this point, maybe Blue Ivy might have left. 
Blobby out the building. She don't even care no more. Honestly, neither do I. Like, the rest of the performances are kind of boring. This was, like, a weird lull in the show where it was, like, they just kept throwing performances at you. And it was, like, okay. Especially me. I'm trying to be pro-genre and not hate. But it's, like, dang, you haven't really given us a high energy performance since Lil Nas. And that was, like, six performances ago. So it's, like, dang. Uh, <laughs> What's happening? I mean, Rosalia a little bit, but that's not even in English. And I'm, I speak Spanish, so I had a good time. But I understand the viewers that were like, girl, we don't get it. What's happening, you know? So, yeah, I'll just kind of spitball the rest. Ronnie, girl, I don't know, Gary Clark Jr., blah. Then you get this weird, like, tribute to the guy, the Ken Ehrlich, Ehrlich the executive producer that's leaving. This just felt really awkward because it was like, oh, the producer is leaving. But instead of giving him like, you know, best producer or like whatever, he wants you guys to watch another performance. And it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> he's literally torturing America. Like you couldn't have just gotten on them and like, thank you for all this time at this company. No, you have to have us watch and listen to Camila and Cindy Lauper two like not vocalists. Ben Platt, I don't even know who that is. Gary Clark Jr., The War... Like, a whole bunch of random people sing a theater song. A theater song? A theater song? Like, you know theater sometimes is unbearable, low-key. So now y'all got all these random people singing this. And it's like, you could have just went up there and accepted it. Where at this point, everybody's waiting for, like, Best New Artist and all the, like, important awards. They have spaced out until the end. And it's just, like, too much. So me and Blue Ivy... We probably, if I was there, and if I was there because she didn't go this year, we probably would have left after Rosalia. Just off entertainment, that's when I stopped being entertained. So yeah, they ended the performances on that. Not much to say, really. Then they gave all the words to Billy, and it was cute, and that's it. What are we expecting for next year, guys? What? Probably Harry Styles will be there. That'll be, like, the person that they get to get views. Um, Maybe Taylor will go. I don't know. You know, she's kind of always there. Um, What else? I don't really know. I think just like last year, we didn't really know that Billy, Lizzo, and Lil Nas were going to be, like, the biggest names of the year and they're gonna be like the people that were entertaining us the whole time and actually liking it i think just like that we don't really know who next year will be i think a lot of more new artists are coming out and stepping up and being cute it's 2020 you know i don't think that we can expect many of our older um favorites to just come out of hiding and do all that especially if they don't want to Y'all know who I'm talking about. But anyway. (laughs) No, but for real, I think new artists are doing newer things and bigger things. So we'll probably have new artists there. And that's all for this episode, y'all. I think that if I had to put a theme song on this Grammys year and entire situation that they're in, it would be Bad Guy by Billy Eilish. Please stream that guy by Billy Eilish still. I don't care. That song is still good. And I like that song from the beginning. And I don't care if I get clapped. That's my song. That's my song. And that's all I have to say. 
and we'll see you next time. Thank you!